Previously on Polyamory. Oh fuck it, I go to Darius Freud right in my underwear. <laughs> it's the place that has no rules, but there is staff sensitivity training not to ask where someone's in just their underwear. I'm gonna open my mouth and you just put the food in there, thank you. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go to the shop and find out if it's open. When I go to get spell components, I'll ask them about fantasy milk. You don't need to ask them for fantasy milk, you, you just need to ask them for milk. From outside, you hear a sound like somebody trying to learn a wind instrument and as you approach and open the door the music immediately stops you see a small ginger goblin she seems to be sort of hiding something under the counter sorry hope we didn't disturb you notice you turning the music off i don't Uh know what you're talking about okay sorry nothing happened and everything's good spell component pouches you got any of those in have you got any juice we don't sell perishables here. We don't eat food. There's a Daru's across the road. They might have something. Next time we find a nice enemy that we can kill, we'll take a part of them and we'll make our own juice. It'll be great. Hope you're not too tired. I need you to do quite a lot of work today. There is a rumour that the Nulls have got Modritar. What is this they've got? This famous orc known as Ban rose up, gathered uh, together a load of the uh, local businesses and formed an alliance to take down this large group of trolls that was absolutely destroying the local town. Modratar is a warhammer. If that's actually what they're saying it is, that's that's quite something, isn't it? That is what they're saying it is, but it can be sure. I suggest you head over yeah. and see the gnolls on the warehouse, their warehouse on the edge of town. And make sure you don't lose the item once you have exchanged it for this 6,000 in gold. The real hammer has been imprinted by one of our warlocks up at head office who makes sure that you do have the correct items. She hands you a small green stone. Just touch it against the item or hold it near the item. It will vibrate and glow so that you know you've got the real thing. Inside the warehouse, you see lots of large stacked boxes, very similar to things you've seen in the stockroom at work. Is this a rival company selling traps? <sighs> Either that or they're a supplier. I don't get that feeling. <laughs> there is a, an open area. In the middle of this is a chain hanging down from the ceiling with a, a hook on the end, and on the end of this hook appears to be what is almost certainly somebody in a, a burlap sack hung upside down by their ankles. It's been our best business game and hopefully we won't find ourselves in burlap sacks. You see through a gap in the large stack boxes. In the distance there appears to be quite a a long table with some small figures hunched over it. It does rather look like they are all all, all tied to this table and you hear the sort of familiar womp sound of people travelling through portals. There's a, a stamp the shape of a fish on the box. On top of this is a fancy looking hammer. Well, let's cut straight to the chase. We have money, you have a very valuable warhammer, we have a way of authenticating whether this warhammer is the real deal, we wish to give you money for the warhammer. This hammer is here on table, you present me with the 8,000 gold we talk about. I've spoken to your boss, the freakish Hafog. I pulled the green stone out of my pocket and go over to the hammer. You see a look of genuine nervousness. You detect 
deeply that there is something super dodge going on. I've touched the stone against the hammer. It appears to be vibrating and glowing. Yeah, and I just start to walk away. I walk with her. I feel like we're about to enter combat for some reason. Why do I feel like that? Roll initiative. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. I don't think the boss would like you to leave with all of that gold. Perhaps you'll live here. There's one on the floor that's had his ankles ripped off. The other one attacked Thrall. There are two approaching you from behind. That knoll looks shaken and, and some of its fur has been singed and it smells bad in here now. Yeah, burning hair does that. <laughs> You've come onto my property. You have killed. I mean, what have you done to these people? Well, you are savage like animals. Over your dead bodies. With pleasure. If you try and kill us, we're going to murder you. The knowledge seriously questioning everything about his life at this point. <laughs> I'll give you a thousand gold if you just admit the hammer you've got's fake. We have the real hammer. <laughs> it's not what you were selling us, is it? I'll give you a thousand gold if you just admit that this the, the hammer you've got's fake. We have the real hammer. <laughs> it's not what you were selling us, is it? Thrall takes four damage, so the boy is incapacitated. Four damage. I am incapacitated. <laughs> Give me the money and get out. Give us the Warhammer and you can take the money. Fine, I will kill you all. The Knoll raises both of his scimitars over his head as if that he is going to just cause the most almighty strike down on you and literally behead you with scimitar scissors. <laughs> and at that precise moment, there is the most almighty crash at the far end of the warehouse. There is a sound of something animal groaning. The Knoll turns to find out exactly what is happening you have a moment to decide what you would like to do i cast spare the dying on george we grab thrall and run you see boss Noll just comes flying out of a, a skylight window and just splashing into the river you yeah. see something big and bulky as hell humanoid it has green skin seems to have lines over it. Its proportions are strange. Uh-huh. It just smashes where the front doors and just wanders off through the, the cave network of the Underdark. Vendurak looks at you <laughs> with a confused and somewhat concerned face. Things did not go according to plan. <laughs> Fighting death and human horse, Thorson tried to kill them all. They escaped the vile moor. Now polyamorous dog. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio's roleplay series, Polyarmory. I am Jane Nearest Magnet, and I am the mistress of this dungeon. Joining me today to be spanked until they scream the safe word, which today is Theodolite, are Laura Kate Dale. Hello, I'm here. I'm not from the places I used to be. I'm doing other things now. I'm eating a pot noodle while we record. It's that kind of day. <laughs> and George, um, George Johnson. Uh, can you can you repeat the safe word, please? I didn't quite get it, and I want to make sure I've got it. You know, the safe <laughs> word today is theodolite. Theodolite. Yes, it's my favourite word. It's a very nice word. It is, but try screaming that when you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Theodolite. I'm sorry, what did you say? Vitalite? No. <laughs> I mean, that is also pretty nice. 
And if anyone would like to tweet at us, you can find us at at SMR or use the hashtag polysmr. And without further ado, I will whisk you away to Mordtown in the Underdark. It's been a little while since your last <clears throat> mishap. It's good to not be dead. I would it imagine is good so. to not be dead. That is the most important thing. So you have returned to the polyarmory store where Vendirac was not too cross. She just crossed her arms and was quite disappointed. Hey, we came back with all of the money. You did come back with the money. We didn't lose anything. Which meant she didn't have to retrain anyone. And I'm sure she was very happy about that. (laughs) So, it's been a few days. You have nursed your wounds. You are largely uh, fit fit and well again. Um, You've basically been doing light work around the store. Not really going out for any reason much. Uh, Just hanging around. Everyone's... Everyone's doing okay now. The store has been pretty quiet. Um, you've not really seen anything exciting going on around Mordtown. There was a brawl at uh, Ganley's the other day, but that's pretty standard for Mordtown. Yeah. One quiet day in the store. It's uh, a little bit warm. No one's quite sure why, since you live underground. But there it is. Into the store comes uh, a group of three kobolds. One trying to sort of wrestle their way through the door uh, while holding what looks like a, a small bundle of, of spears. And the, between the three of them, they're sort of desperately trying to wrestle these in because these spears are much longer than they are tall. Um, they finally sort of manage to wrestle them in and, and sort of up to the counter. And they say, uh, All right, um, how much can we get for these then? Uh, the going rate's about five silver a spear. Uh, but... But they're like proper good spears, yeah? Okay, might be able to push up to seven spill for a spear. Mm, I, d- I don't know, I don't know. How, how, how much damage do these spears do? If you had to, like, summarise it in a number of, like, D6's damage they would do, how much do they do? What's a D6? Uh, mm, so you don't, uh, you, you come in here to our place of business trying to act like you know a thing or two about spears. Those are six, those are six silver at the most. Can I make an investigation check on the spears? Uh, please do. And can um, I do a perception the... check on the cobbles? <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> How are they? Um, well. <laughs> My perception is low, but at least uh, someone's got very high investigation. Laura mm. thinks there might be some gnomes in the shop. <laughs> uh, Bram- these gnomes with bits of, of scale stuck on them what's this all about these are some funny looking gnomes says Bramar. <laughs> these are some great funny looking gnomes aren't they <laughs> why is she on west country I don't know it just are you like implying that people from the west country are less intelligent are you implying such a rude thing no I was more implying like it, it, it's she's suddenly become Sam Gadget yeah. <laughs> right Goodness. How do they look? Well, <laughs> um, they, 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 what, the spears? Because yeah. <laughs> apparently the gnomes you've got in here <laughs> look right shifty. Um, no, they look j- jolly friendly and very helpful. <laughs> um, the, the spears, um, which they with difficulty try and shove up onto the counter for you to peruse, they mm-hmm. appear to be a, a fairly normal sort of spear. About six foot long, hence the three of them having quite a lot of trouble getting them in the door. Then we have the... Uh, the they seem to have quite a lot of blood on them. There's a few sort of pock marks. Um, one of them has uh, 
scratched into the handle uh, property of Clark. Let me just talk to my colleague for a moment. I, I pull I pull Bromara aside. Um, Bromara. Yes. Bromara. Um, I think these guys have uh, killed some people and nicked their spears off them and they're trying to fence them off of us. Yeah, but also those gnomes seem like such lovely people. I'm sure they wouldn't have done anything that mean to us. Bromora. Yeah. Bromora. They're not. They're not gnomes. They're 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 kobolds. I clearly got up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. Um, yeah. Could have, could have sworn they were gnomes. No, nah, they're, they're definitely kobolds. Right. Am I? Um, um. Now I'm not sure about. I'm not sure about the um the polyarmory official business policy on fencing products. I would suggest that if we get a low enough price for them to offset the risk, then it's probably all right. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. I, I reckon see, if we can, we, we can get, get them for like three silver each at most. Okay. Go on, okay. just just we'll push them on the whole. Uh, we we know you want to get these off your hands thing. Do you want to do you want to get your give your uh, your haggling talents a go? Let's give my haggling talents a Excellent. go. Okay, let's give it um, a go, and then I'll I'll step in if if you're not having much luck. So is now a good point for me to mention some of the things I got when I leveled up between episodes. Because one of them is relevant to this particular role I'm going to do. If you feel it would be relevant, then I think we should definitely do the thing. Okay, so we leveled up between episodes, and uh, like, there's the basic stuff. I got, I think, five extra hit points. I'm up to 17. Uh, I got a new spell, which is Witch Bolt. But the thing that's important right now is I got some invocations, which are basically magic. I can use at any time, and some of them have, like, consistent buff effects. One of them is Beast Speech. I can now cast Speak with Animals at will without using up a spell slot. And I have Beguiling Influence, which gives me proficiency in Deception and Persuasion, which is really good considering how many times I managed to completely fail Persuasion and, like, Deception. Yeah, that other episode, I kept... Getting some pretty bad scores. So, I am going to try and persuade them that, like, look here, you kobolds who are definitely not gnomes. uh, We know that you want to get rid of these. We can see that you're trying to get rid of these. And you want them off your hands just as badly as we want them on our hands. So, uh, how's about this? We give you three silver each. And persuasion is 20. Nice. Yeah, there is no hope in, in, in the seven hells that they would uh, refuse this. Oh, um, I'm sure we were supposed to come back with more than this. Yeah, that seems fine. <laughs> how uh, how many of them have you got there? Uh, there's just there's these... Uh, one, two, three. I'm not really good at counting. I'll count the number of spears that there are. <laughs> there are six. Six spears. Okay, cool. So that's what, five spears, 15 silver? Nice. Five spears for 15 silver? Yeah, and yeah, all, all five of those that they I'm, can definitely count. I'm going to need a deception check for that. <laughs> do, do I try and deceive them? We're, we're getting a pretty good deal here. Maybe maybe we just pay them for the six. We're getting a pretty good deal. Yeah, no, yeah, pay for the six because we're making a whole bunch of profit from this. It's 18 silver for six spears. 18 silver. Okay, so you hand the silver over. Cheers! Uh, and they pocket the silver and scuttle out the door. Yep. Uh, you uh, write the uh, spears down in the book and uh, start set about cleaning them up ready for, for resale within the shop. Uh, specifically, Ooh. can we make sure to 
The one that's got something scratched in it, can we try and buff that out? Have you got any sandpaper? <laughs> of course. You're essentially okay. a pawn shop and armory, so... Okay, so true. let's try and buff that out. And we're in the Underdark, where there are no laws, so stealing things, not really... Not well, really it's not issue. against the law, but also, like, you know, people might still want to get retribution for their stolen stuff. The less proof there is it was stolen, we you know. We weren't sure on specific company policy, so <laughs> we're just being careful. <laughs> That's fair. So and that brings you pretty much to the end of your working day. Splendid. Ah, oh, so nice to get home from work and have nothing to do. Just be able to take some time off. Oh. <laughs> life imita art imitating life, I feel. <laughs> some something like that. Okay, so what do you want to do with your evening? Is it bad that my first gut instinct of what to say was I want to do something with my evening that we can't repeat on a show that's going on iTunes? <laughs> Ah yes, of course, because I have bowed to the evil that is uh, the Apple Corporation, and um, I, I don't and... know if they've accepted you yet, so you might not be on the evil corporation yet. In which case, hey, um, our glorious Apple leaders, who may making... or may not have allowed, <laughs> I was making an allusion to sexual references because I have fuck. a dirty mind. Let's let's fuck. <gasps> what do I roll gracious. to fuck? Uh, I'm gonna. Ro- uh, I'm gonna make. Do you a, have an I'm advantage an, on fucking? Uh, I'm going to make an acrobatics check. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make an athletics check. 17. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> That's okay. a pretty good fucking with a 14 and a 17. Okay, so you rolled a 10 plus 4, uh, Valerie. Um, that's um, ha- what exactly were you trying to do with that acrobatics check? <laughs> um, some, you know, moderately... You, um, some moderately complex positions. W- was it a position that like required you to like leap into someone's arms while they were outstretched or something? You had to do like some kind of like acrobatic leap. I suppose something like that. Yeah. <laughs> were you trying to do the lift from Dirty Dancing? <laughs> yes, but but ac- but in but, but sex. Yeah. <laughs> I see, but like on a strap on. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going for athletics because that seems like the ability to just like go, 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 go. Okay, so you were going for just a thorough pounding. Yeah, exactly. There you okay. go. That's our sex rolls. Okay. Um, does someone want to roll for the boy? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a new skill we can roll for the boy. That's hang on. Not... Hang on. Hang on. I, I have some ideas in mind. Um... Animal handling? <laughs> <laughs> no, animal no, handling. Employing weird animals. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> um, Hang on. That's well, for that's for a whole nother arc, which I haven't finished writing yet. Right. Uh, um. So the boy's going to make a Constitution save. Right. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> to prove if he can breathe through his ears. Yes. <laughs> Well, this show has degenerated, hasn't it, children? Oh, well, I mean, it was going to get here eventually, wasn't it? Okay, so you hump like nasty pigs. um, (laughs) And after which you find yourselves tired and and worn out and sweaty and not a little gross. The the boy goes over to the wash basin, uh, brings a a flannel and sponges you all down. um, Lovely. Because he is your slave boy. He is. I love that we're nearly 20 minutes into this podcast, and so far we've bought some spears and shagged. Yeah, I mean, that that's but I, if that's not a better summary of the podcast than anything else, I, I don't know what is. Uh, well, yeah, you, you, yeah. Okay. I, like, it, it, it could go worse. Like, I've been on entire episodes of podcast, uh, of like D&D podcasts, where like the whole episode was just 
characters tried to fuck. So, like, as long as we're going to try and do some story progression, then we're already making progress. <laughs> There's none of the will they won't they of the Jimquisition around here, is there? No, no we're getting straight we, to the fucking. We're going fuck. Do you get it? Do you get what I said? I would love the next pod quisition to get to get Jim onto Roll Twenty, so I can force him to do a sex roll and find out how good the sex would be. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Jim can roll me twenty. Um, oh. Anyway. Hey. Well, that's been recorded. Um, yes, it has. So, <laughs> what are we doing after the sex? Are we going to sleep and just getting up for work tomorrow? I mean, we should probably eat something. Yeah, we should. We should go eat something. We should give ourselves some, a bit of an appetite. We should get some fried wrap from <gasps> Daru. Goodness. <gasps> some Daru's fried wrap. I like how you're throwing that curveball in there, Laura. That's a good, that's a unique plan. Goodness. So, um, as you are leaving the shop, you hear uh, a noise from down one of the alleyways and see a bright blue and white glow. Uh-huh. Hmm. Interested. Um, Always. Oh, but chicken, though. But rat, though. <laughs> we can get rat on the way back. As far yeah, as I, I understand yeah, it, Daryl's okay. Fried Rat is a 24-hour establishment, which is an easy thing to be when you have slave labour. <laughs> you make a very good point. You uh, approach the alleyway and you see what appears to be a, a large uh, figure, maybe sort of five and a half, six foot tall, that is glowing blue and white. And oh. as you watch, they seem to be getting smaller and smaller and the light is dimming. And after a moment or so, you see that they are a kobold, just a normal kobold. Uh, wearing a, a hooded robe that runs to about waist height and they pick up uh, something on the floor near them and walk out of the alleyway and they walk past you heading off down the road. Hmm. Hmm. I'm debating whether to cast Unseen Servant and the problem I have here is that we could probably trail this person quite effectively but the servant can't move, move more than 60 feet away from me so I would need to we would need to trail this person just at a distance. But if we're just trailing them at a distance anyway, Ooh. why use Unseen Servant? Oh, that's a curious idea. Mm. What, what's a curious idea? Okay, so one of my cantrips is Message. It's got 120 foot range. I point my finger towards a creature within range and whisper a message. And the target, and only the target, hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only I can hear. Do I, like creepily whisper at him at, at this kobold what was that fascinating display or do i not i think we trail from a distance and if it seems like he's getting away these both of these spell casts might be useful plans definitely i'm also kind of curious can i roll in can i make an investigation check to see if there's any anything that in the general area of where he was glowing to see if there's anything knocking about like maybe things he left behind. Yeah, if you or... want to investigate the area, do uh, do wander down and uh, okay. make a roll. Investigation. Oh. Um. um you see an alleyway. <laughs> there is what appears to be a white dog poo, which is weird because no one's seen one of those since the eighties. <laughs> um. Can, can I roll stealth to start sneaking after this kobold? Okay. Remember, you have your plus two for your ring. Oh, yes, my plus two as well. So, so I get ten you, plus two, twelve. Uh, twelve, you uh, follow the uh, kobolds. They head towards a uh, a group of kobolds just 
slightly further into town. This group just appear to be just hanging out, as most of the kobolds in, in Mordtown do. Uh, a lot of them are staring at things in their hands and, and sort of muttering to each other. A couple of them are making out in a corner. I think one of them might be getting fingered. Probably. Yeah, it, it seems to be just general... <clears throat> is it just one of those nights? Everyone's getting laid tonight, it seems. This is just what the kobolds are like all the time in this town. Sounds like an alright way to live. Uh, yeah, but it's it's grotty round here. Let's let's <laughs> let's, let's not deny it. it's grotty in Mordown. <laughs> let's go. So I think I think a really good idea is to go somewhere that's much cleaner, and much more ethical. Uh, so let's go to Drew's Fried Rat. I thought you said you wanted to go somewhere ethical. <laughs> I'm I'm not done here yet. Did I? Um, <laughs> I. Uh, I would like to try and do the investigation that I didn't do in the alley. I'd like to try and investigate from a distance now and see if I can tell anything extra about what's going on. I get a nine investigation. It's slightly better. It is exactly as I stated previously. These are Mm. just some kobolds hanging out as you would see a group of of young people hanging around so it's not town. nine nine points of investigation higher no <laughs> they, you notice that some of them have uh hooded robes that appear to have three white stripes up the arms and 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 down the side it appears to be some form of branding but you've uh, not particularly encountered uh, any particular brands of, of hooded robes in in this area before you're not familiar with the, the local fashion. How well hidden are we currently? Uh, for us, 10 stealth, you are um, in uh, 12, the shadows. 12 for, sorry, stealth. Sorry, for a 12 stealth, you <laughs> are in a shadowy area not far away. Okay, if we can get somewhere slightly more hidden away, but still within 60 feet, mm-hmm. I would like to cast... Unseen servant. Oh, I would say that you're within sixty feet. I'll, okay, I'll let you, I'll let you so be within sixty. Feet. Get somewhere a bit more hidden away and cast unseen servant. So now I have an invisible, mindless, shapeless form that performs simple tasks as I command it until the spell ends. Mm-hmm. It has AC ten, one hit point, and a strength of two, and it can't attack. If it hits zero, the spell ends. It's completely invisible. I command the unseen servant. To grab one of the robes and run. Just the robe or? <laughs> Just the robe. I want to grab one of the, get, get the servant to grab one of the robes and run, not towards us. Why? Because I'm hoping if we can get one of the robes, we can, we can <laughs> investigate around town with it and try and work out what, you know, what the deal is here. <laughs> okay. Is that a we can just ask people about ro- about hooded robes that have three white stripes down the arms. Okay, right. I, unseen servant, go rob them of something that's more interesting than the robe. Get get it to nick one of the things that they're looking at, holding in their hands. Unseen servant, if you can still hear me, go nick one of the things they're holding in their hands. Ooh, hurrah. Mm. At last. I'm sorry, did there I say that out loud? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's been a long day. I had the components there. I knew the bit where I had to summon an invisible thing to go get something. Can I just say, the last time I put one of these things in your way, you literally stepped over it and went to Darius. Yeah, and I, it's been it's been plaguing my mind ever since. <laughs> At the time, I really wanted Darius. Clearly. The Unseen Servant heads over to... Um, now, hang on. Previously, with the hoodie, the, sorry, with the robe, you said that you wanted it to be taken away from where you are. 
Now, the, as I said, the, all, the, all of these kobolds are pretty much staring at these things in their hands, the ones that ha- uh, have them uh, on show. Um, do you also want these this Unseen Servant to run away with it, or is it bringing it to you? Or I would like the Unseen Servant to run away with it, not directly at us, but close enough that we'll be able to see just this thing bobbing through the air and we can intercept it if required. You know what we could do? Mm-hmm. I have a plan. We Indiana Jones this ship, <laughs> um, and like as as the device as the thing that they're looking at comes comes towards us, we stealthily swap it out with a similarly looking object. Do we have so a similar looking out. object? Um, you make an interesting point. <laughs> I think the best thing we do is just get the servant to nick one and run vaguely towards, but not right at us. And we can watch and see what to do. The Unseen Servant moves silently and invisibly towards the group of kobolds. They are just sort of generally chatting, having a, a good what would be a Friday night, but it's the Underdark and there are no real weekdays or weekends around here. No one has proper jobs apart from you, it seems. The, they're just hanging out, having a good time. And the Unseen Servant manages to pluck it quite deftly one of these small objects from the cobbles and starts to make its way. Does it have a speed? You can move the servant up to 15 feet with an object. Uh, yeah, as a bonus action, so I would assume that that's a good reference point for its speed. Okay, so it can move 15 feet per second uh, per turn. Cobbles are quite small, right? They are. A cobbled speed is... 30 feet. So it's twice as fast as the thing that is... It plucks one of these things from the cobbled, who immediately exclaims and goes, What the fuck's going on? And starts charging after it. It quite quickly catches up and and reaches up and, and attempts to grab the object out of its hand uh, and is confused by the fact that there seems to be some invisible entity. Uh, If they're fighting over it, uh, the invisible entity has a strength of two. Strength contest. Natural box. As the kobold reaches up, its claws uh, rend through the Unseen Servant's arm and the Unseen Servant is killed with its one HP. It wrestles back its object and returns to the group, looking oh, very before, wary. Be- before it does return to the group, you mm-hmm. said it ran It ran after the thing, didn't you? It did. Are you really going to make me work out how far away you ran? Well, no. My question is just, did anyone else run away? No, I think the, the others did not run after. They were just sort of like, what's going on? And probably watching him r- run after the thing. What's, what's all that about? Uh, yeah? Right. I, mm, if you're su- if you're suggesting that you want to sneakily like kidnap the kobold, um, please don't. <laughs> no, no, that's not the way to go about it. Uh, I want to try casting a cantrip. Okay. I want to cast thaumaturgy. How would you like to go about that? I would like to cause harmless tremors in the ground mm-hmm. and cause my voice to boom up to three times as loud. Mm-hmm. And while this is all going on, hopefully very scarily, I would like to try and intimidate the kobolds by just shouting, You have anchored the unseen hand! Uh, intimidation. Let's find out how intimidating that was. Oh. Three! 
You have angered the unseen hand. Oh, my God, the hand. You have angered the angered it. Chris from the from Darren. Yeah. <laughs> you have angered the unseen hand. Why am I oh, rolling? I'm sorry about that. Why am I rolling so terribly badly on these things right now? I don't know. I've been having a real like since last episode. I've been having a run of really bad rolls. Maybe you need to blow on those digital dice or something. <gasps> Can I, can I try re-rolling my dice now? I've blown on them now that they're not cursed. No, no. <laughs> Fine. Um, the, the, the kobolds look confused. <laughs> Several of them that didn't already have the, the objects in their hand pull them out of pockets and start sort of vaguely gesturing over them. And the one that had had theirs stolen moves back to the group. What was all that about? I don't know, man. They're like... Some unseen hand thing? Like, do you know anything about that? No idea, mate. No, I got no idea. We can do. What I suggest, as as um, moving forward from this, is that this has been an interesting case study to see how how much importance the kobolds place in these devices, and uh, now we know that we definitely really want one to see what they're all about, or at least inquire about them somewhere, because I feel like that. Is probably something we could have done before this. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm I'm gonna point something out as well, and like, hear me out on this. Leveling up is really good, and I think we should fight <laughs> these things. No, <laughs> don't keep running away from fights. No, Rilmara the murder hobo. Rilmara the murder hobo. How dare you? She's You're not a hobo. She's got a home. Uh. I'm debating, do I want to take this risk? I'm having a look at my combat spells quickly. Fine, we'll back away from this one. We, 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 will back, we will back away mainly because if you don't have my back on this fight, we're going to die. I don't want to die. I need you willing to fight by my side. I'll stand by you. I'll show you something that I am willing to do. And that's by you. Darius fried rat. Oh. It's not quite the same as finding out about a mysterious pendant and getting to murder a bunch of people, but I guess fried rat will do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can I have dessert? Yes, yes, you can. Thank you. Feel better <laughs> already. <laughs> you, you head back to Darius, yeah? Yeah. But you may find that there's some new items on the menu. <gasps> a Croca Cola? Croca Cola's been there since the beginning. Yeah. Like that was one of the first times. A Rate? Oh. The rat smoothie. Yep, all the drinks are new. All the drinks apart from the Coca-Cola are new. There it is, rat smoothie. The rate. I, I'm glad that that now is there because I know what to get. I know what to get in the mornings now. Lemon lemonade, lemon lemon lemonade. Lemon noir. Lemon noir. There we it's go. It's the um, it's the black and white police detective equivalent of lemonade. She came in looking for something fizzy but tart. Say. <laughs> yes. I could see it in her eyes. She wanted seven up. <laughs> um, so yes, there is the new Darius Fried Rat menu with, um, as requested, orange juice. juice. You have to say okay. it as orange juice. Orange juice. <laughs> it's orange in it. You have to enunciate the air quotes. <laughs> Lunacy, high sugar, pasteurized orange juice. <laughs> Fortified with vitamin C. It's proper lunacy. Yeah, it's it's sunny day, but for the underdog, 
Oh my goodness. You see, that's all right. exactly what I wanted. <laughs> she wanted Sunny D. I wanted Sunny D. Anyway, I'm going to have to cut all references to Sunny D out. Why? <laughs> because I've just described it as high sugar pasteurized orange juice. And are you afraid of retribution from the 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 Sunny D people? Yes, because they're owned by Coca-Cola. Do you have pre-existing beef with Coca-Cola? Sun Sunshine Sea. No, this is Lunacy. It's Lunacy. Welcome to Terry's Fried Rat. We have new drinks available. We understood that there was a desire for them in the area. I do not know where they got these ideas. Well, funny you mentioned that. I I was fancying the, the two of the three newly added drinks the other day, so I guess there are ears everywhere. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Snaps, snaps my thigh jokingly. Anyway. Um, Somebody in the corner who was uh, was sitting behind a newspaper sort of rustles the newspaper and holds it up slightly higher. You notice that there are two eye holes in this newspaper. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to pretend that isn't there. Bromara. Um, hello. What would you like? I would like a gluttony meal and and maybe dessert as well. I'm feeling like a war chief burger tonight. Oh, same. Yeah. Okay. Just get um, that big old greasy bit of meat in my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I get uh, three gluttony meals with war chief burgers? Okay, what drinks would you like? Can I get a lunacy? One lunacy. Irregular's fine. I'm going to have a large lunacy. That'll be eight, 18 silver and three copper. Have a gold. Just one. Have two gold. <laughs> So that's seven copper, seven that's silver change. One, si- right? one silver, seven copper, gutler. your change. Thank you. What colour mystery gifts would you like? Should we get another one of each, everyone? I, I think, I think we should get two green. I think, I think we should, we should treat, okay. treat the thrall. Two green and one red. Two green, one red. Please don't open the red one in the store. It's all good. Chris goes about the, about the store. Gets you some some fries. Can someone bring me some more fries, please? My chain won't stretch. <laughs> Is that the sound of a wisdom saving throw I hear? It's getting it's getting slightly easier to cope with every time, but it still hurts inside. I'm glad you're starting to accept capitalism. No. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, that rather tickled me. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, yes, you have accepted capitalism, and and you no. feel absolutely fine about this. You managed no. to you managed <laughs> no kidding. You managed to restrain yourself from uh, immediately violently jumping over the counter, freeing the slaves like the end of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You take your meals back to the table and enjoy a delicious meal. Everybody, roll Constitution, super play. Constitution. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think I ate a bit too much. Goodness. Valerie and Brilmara, you feel quite queasy. It was it was a bit greasier than usual today. The rat was a bit stringy. You don't feel particularly well about that. Thrall, of course, gobbles it all down, no problem at all. Feels absolutely as, wonderful. Uh, and and sort of looks like he might be eyeing up your fries. Do you want some fries? He sort of smiles and nods and, and sort of 
look, looks a little bit nervous, but eventually sort of reaches out and, and grabs the fries and enjoys <laughs> Just, um, them with ketchup. O- opens up Thrall's mouth and scrapes in the leftovers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you stand on his feet, his head flips back. Yes! <laughs> and you scrape exactly the flipped off fin. Like <laughs> a pedal fin. So, are you going to open your any of your items? I I I would like to take both of the green in such a way that it's it's not obvious there's more than one and give a one to thrall and we'll see what happens. He looks super excited. Um he he, he looks at, at the the capsule and he looks at you and he looks at the capsule and he looks at you. Go on, you you can open it. Go on. And he gets a really big smile and he's very happy. Uh it's a 12. Yay. Yeah. Boy, bio. Bio. Ah, twelve. Boyo. Boyo hasn't got twelve yet. Oh, boyo, no good twelve. <laughs> what was that accent? I don't know. Culturally insensitive. It sounded <laughs> slightly culturally insensitive. <laughs> that that was. I'm tired and trying to mimic the voice you just did and doing it badly. Right, you are then. Inside the capsule, there is uh, a small resin figure. Of a bored-looking, green-skinned character, maybe an orc, holding a, a, a mug, possibly a veil, um, with something hanging over their shoulder, some sort of cloth or other. And the boy <laughs> takes it, and he takes out the other two that he has already, and starts setting up a little scene with, with the three characters on the table. As, as he's busy setting up the scene... I want to sort of like just slowly bring up the green, the other green capsule, sort of just into his peripheral vision, like very slowly, just so he might spot it. Oh, he sees it immediately. <laughs> uh, he I just rolled. sees a hint of green, and and suddenly his instincts kick in. <laughs> he, he, as soon as it starts to lift above the level of the table, he gets one sight of green and just immediately zooms right in on it. And he's like, look, just look of absolute awe. Hey, but. He's trying not to look too excited because he, hey, he knows he's hey. already had his gift hey, today. Hey, would you like a second? <laughs> Except can, he doesn't make have, noise. You can have mine um, today. Here's he does the, the silent version of that. You know the one I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's very excited and he looks oh. very unsure. Go on. It's for you. He, he, he reaches out like this might be wrong to do or, or, or like he's being naughty maybe no he's I, not entirely sure I, I, I got it for you because i i knew you would like it and you you being happy makes me happy he leaps across the table and embraces you <laughs> oh um, and, and and sort of nuzzles into your neck <laughs> and gives you a little kiss ah go on open it oh and he sits back down uh, does somebody want to roll for the boy? Oh, 12. It's another 12. Oh. Um, that's easy. I can just write times two on them. And it is another of the same figure, as I'm sure you understand. Uh, mm. Not dissimilarly painted. Um, equally slightly slapdash. Um, there's no real discernible difference between the two. Clearly these are quite massively produced or maybe replicated by spell of some kind. Who knows? Perhaps produced by slave labour. I don't. Can I just say I? I don't know if we've ever explicitly said this, but every time we talk about these, I'm picturing uh, guys from Steven Universe. I I always thought that guys looked like they were probably better made than this, but um, perhaps not. <laughs> yes. I I I picture like the the little resin figures that you get in Kinder eggs. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. But yes. like worse painted. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like what so what, what is this even supposed to be? <laughs> not a not a good kinder toy that you get to build, just a one of those crap little resin figures. Yeah, how how does he respond to getting a duplicate? So he's still really happy that you gave him the thing, and he puts it next to the others, and and he's ha- having a little resin figure party. Aww. Uh, so I'll, um, I'll be right back. Ooh. I stand up. I open the door. I go outside. <laughs> and I open the red capsule because I just really fancy seeing what's in it. Ooh, well, all 12 today. <laughs> just rolling repeated 12 today. So, number 12, number 12, riding through the glen. Inside, you find a small piece of paper, uh, a single use of mending, which means that you can do a, uh, a spell that will repair a single break or tear in an object that you touch, such as a broken chain link, two halves of a broken key, a torn cloak, or a leaking wineskin. Splendid. Mm. That's very practical. It is, isn't it? You have finished your meals. I like to think you clear your trays after you've left. You head back out into the streets. Across the road, you see a small figure in very large orange robes and a very large hat. Um, This outfit is entirely too large for them, and you wonder how they don't fall over, like, all the time. And they appear to be putting up some kind of signs on... um, uh, wooden posts and, and boards around and on other shop fronts uh, as they pass. Hang on a second. Thrall. And Thrall sort of looks up at you. Can you show me your action figures? Thrall looks a little bit nervous but holds out his collection of resin figures. And um, remind me what each of them are like. If you look on the boy's character sheet under treasure. A small creature in goggles with a massively oversized robe and a wizard hat. I take it, is the robe orange? It is. Is the figure in front of us wearing goggles and a hat? Yes. <laughs> it's almost like there is some connection. <laughs> I walk up to the um, the orange-robed individual. Uh, excuse me? Uh, hi, 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 hello? Hi, um, yeah, sorry to disturb you this uh, this late hour. Would you like a poster? Um, yeah, sure, go ahead. Can I just ask at this moment, has has Thrall in any way reacted to this figure that looks like a giant version of one of his toys? He seems a bit confused by the whole situation, but given how badly painted the figure is, he he's only vaguely aware of a connection between the two things. They're not very well made, you see. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um... He hands you a poster, and on okay. this is uh, some pictures of people in brightly coloured armour, almost neon-coloured armour, firing bolts of, of light at each other through uh, what look like quite oversized wands, and the it seems to be for some kind of attraction called SpellQuest, and it advertises that they have uh, a real live dragon boss. What's, um... What's, what's, what's spell quest? Ho ho! Uh, uh, we're opening an uh, event in town. It's like a, an, an adventure that you go on, but it's small, um, but not like a dungeon. It's inside, and you get prizes at the end, and we've got a real dragon. Is it a bit like a, a dungeon explorer's room escape thing? It's a maze, and, and you fight things, and you shoot things with, with the spells, and, and each other. And and you get to the end, and you fight the dragon. I th- I think we need to do this. I think we need to do this. This sounds fun. Okay. Uh, the reason I wanted to ask is because um, 
Darius Freud Rat don't happen to be doing tie-in action figures for this, do they? I mean, we haven't really sort of opened anywhere yet. I've been saving up for this for a while, since I met the dragon. So, I'm trying to come up with ideas. Uh, oh, uh, okay. um, it's a new thing, new thing that I've come up with. Um, I just thought it'd be fun for people to do, for people that don't go adventuring. I know people like to adventure, but that's not the thing that I do. I, I'm just gonna, okay. I'm just gonna straight up ask you. We went, we went to a fried rat place down the road and they gave us a figure that looks an awful lot like you. That's unusual. Yeah, any idea why that might be? Not a clue. Can I roll to see whether he legitimately has no clue or is... Of course. Insight check. You may always roll the thing. Okay, so insight. 17. With 17 insight, you realise that your DM just decided it might be interesting to put <laughs> characters from around the world in the, um, the, the figures and make sure that the character of Thrall had an interest in them for no real reason. Really for no real reason, or is that some kind of like yeah you're misleading us somehow? Uh for seventeen, I I will let you know that um... Okay. This sounds an awful lot like there's more to this and I need to roll a natural twenty to have discovered this. Perhaps perhaps someone else in the party would also like to try and and get some <laughs> insight into the situation in the hope that they get more than seventeen. <laughs> Are you talking about me because I got a twelve? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a 12 you think roll. this is an awful coincidence that you've seen somebody that looks like somebody else in town and you have a feeling that the one you got two of today also looks like someone you've already met hmm the one we got two of today I need to look at the description of the one we got today again because now I'm curious soda eye you've got soda in your eye how unfortunate uh, orc maybe <sighs> oh is this the person at the bar I don't know what you're talking about Oh, don't you? Don't oh, you know? Oh, goodness. I don't have a clue. Because, like, I want to go to this escape the room puzzle thing, but I also kind of want to go back to Daru's Fried Rat now and just shout at people until they explain <laughs> what's going on. Just make a real fuss of things. <laughs> Sorry, I beg your pardon. I'm just very confused by this whole mess, and I'm not sure what you said. The, does the poster have any information on where we would go to find this? There are directions on how to get there. Um, it's, uh, it also says in, in quite large letters, opening soon. Okay. How soon is this opening? Oh, uh, well, um, should be open in, oh, I don't know, uh, I don't know, probably a week. Uh, gotta get some more wood. I need to see, uh, honey about the wood. Yeah, um, but we've got a dragon, real dragon. Okay. Let us know, we, we work over at the polyarmory. If you could let us know when you open, I definitely want to come along. Ooh, could you put a poster up? I can ask the boss about putting a poster yeah, up. Yeah, we'll talk to our boss about it, but I'm sure she'll be fine with it. Ooh, thanks very much. More advertising. You know, get the word out. <laughs> I think we should leave this as a mystery for now and go to sleep. You head up to bed. And I, a spooning, I believe, is the, the three-way spoon is traditional the, oh, with, yeah. between the three of you. Um, uh, who's in the middle? Uh, uh, Thrall should be in the uh, middle. Who's front and who's back? I'm just um, curious. I'm front. I'll be back. Yeah. Goodness. So, uh, yes, you wake the next morning. As you are opening the shop to start the day, you see, almost as if coming out of, of static, a large, white-blue glowing spider. It's about five foot tall. <gasps> 
Its body is roughly the size of Thrall, if he was rolled up in the fetal position, and it takes a few steps and then fizzes like away, like as if it was static on a television. Fans of the Polyarbory Twitter account may recognise this. It's almost as if Vendirac seen one before. It's almost as if that's the case. Is Vendirac knocking about the shop at the moment? It's a bit early for Vendi. She's the, it's fair. Yeah, uh, she's she's not here yet. I feel like we should definitely ask her about this. I feel like I need to ask Vendirac a bunch of questions about Mortown. <laughs> um, right now, is this thing being in any way aggressive? It's, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone now. Oh, it's gone. It was there, you saw it, it was large, it took a few steps and, and just seemed to vanish. And then it was gone. Fizzled away uh, like Yeah, Stafford. let's ask Vendirac about this. And maybe a few other things. Yeah, there's a few things going on. You, who, who usually opens the shop, opens the front door? Um, go on, I suppose I will. I just get into the habit of doing that sort of thing. Okay, uh, so Valerie, you head to the front door, you, you unlock uh, and open, and you take the, the big sort of A-frame board and put that outside, saying that the polyarmory is proudly open. There may be perhaps mm-hmm. some written joke of the day on there. It's probably a pun of some kind. Some sort of amusing polyarmory pun, which, you know, you can come up with if you want. If you come up with it in the next few minutes, I'll just dub it in here. An orgy of supplies. An orgy of supplies. I like yeah. it. Yeah. You put the board out, and across the road you see a, a shifty looking a shifty looking kobold with their hood up, mm-hmm. bopping along, and they stop and talk to another kobold walking in the opposite direction. They have a brief exchange. It appears that something changes hand bet- between them, mm-hmm. and um, then the, they sort of part their ways and go in opposite directions. I take it we just witnessed some kind of drug deal. Goodness, drugs in the Underdark. What a shocker. I'm so surprised. After a few minutes, Vendi, uh, she heads into the shop. Morning all, how's it going? Did we have a good night? I see that we are unaccosted theft-wise. Yeah, we're yeah. all good. We still got all the stuff. We slept relatively well. We, we we bought some spears from, from some kobolds, and we had a weird night where we have some questions to ask you after it. Them spears, you uh, get a good price for them, yeah? Yeah, we got, um, we, obviously the uh, the going rate for spears is is a gold apiece, and we managed to get them for three apiece. Three silver, three silver apiece, three silver. to clarify, yeah. not three gold apiece. Nice, <laughs> nice, because of course we won't be selling them for that, uh, especially if they're second-hand ones. Um, they all are uh, being cleaned up and put in the window. Yep, all tidied up. Excellent, excellent. Any distinguishing marks buffed off, I hope. Oh, of uh, course. Yes, you would look at these and have no idea if they had come from anywhere previously. Nice, nice. Okay, shop's all open. Right, I've uh, just got to make a quick call, all right? And Vendi heads over to the large black disc that hangs on the wall, which uh, you may remember from the first episode. Um, and she gestures with her, her hands over it, and a, a figure of... Um, you can't, it's quite indistinct at first, and then it appears to, to come in and be some kind of bugbear. And she what? says, still still no words on the uh, on the hammer, I'm afraid. Unfortunately, the noobs didn't manage to make it. I think the Knowles was a bit dodgy. We want to watch out for them. No signs of it coming in the shop. Doesn't seem like anyone else is trying to sell it. I did check out the remains of the warehouse, but someone's gutted it. I think maybe them Knowles, apparently they was in here selling spears yesterday. I guess it's possible. And the bugbear grunts. Oh, I suppose. Uh, well, if you hear anything, Vendy, darling, do let us know. Obviously, 
head office is quite interested in getting hold of it. Anyway, see you later. Uh, and the image dissipates uh, into a, a mist and is gone. Okay. And Vendy turns around. I believe you had questions, yeah? Hey, Ven- Vendy Rack, i, I got to ask you a question if you're free. Are you aware of, like, glowing blue spiders that just kind of appear out of nowhere and then disappear after a few steps? About sort of four or five feet tall, glowing blue and yep. white. They seem to sort of yep. just phase in and exactly out. Exactly that. Yeah, I saw one. I saw one the other day, actually. I have heard about more weird stuff going on. A lot of weird blue-white lights keep appearing. Yeah, that... There may be some kobolds in town that have stones that do weird blue-white lights. Stones? Or some kind of small objects in their hands that do blue-white light stuff. I don't actually think the objects are to do with that, right? We saw one of the kobolds outside last night and um, they were glowing blue and white down the alleyway for a bit. What, just... It was very strange. Just one of the kobolds just, like, glowing in their hoodie? Basically, yeah. They they were wearing weird cloaks, uh, black with three white lines on them. Oh yeah, it's just some brand they all wear. Uh-huh. Okay, well they they all seem to be involved with each other. Yeah, it's cobbles though. They're a big old family, isn't it? They they all had these like devices that we uh, could not get a hold of to work out what was going on with them, and they did the whole bluey white glow thing. Little little black things. They're all holding and staring at you. Something mm. like that, yeah. About, yeah, scrytomes. Yeah, they've all got them. Scrytomes? Yeah. See, the thing I've got here is it's a scrypad. Bigger version, same thing. <laughs> they've made it smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Basically, like uh, the the Brayburn company, they've been making them smaller. So there's like portable ones you can just carry around, chat to each other. That that trash boy with an eye. Uh, I think they're they're on, on that thing, the... the that oh, God. with all the pictures, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, some sort. Uh, somehow they get to be famous on that thing. Don't know how that works. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to know more about that, I guess you'd probably have to talk to someone who actually knows about that. And I suppose yeah. Trash Boy with an eye. Well, I, I suppose we can go. I suppose at some point we we could go pay Trash Boy a visit and have a little 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 look into that. How about this? If you want to go by there, perhaps you could present yourselves on the pretense that we are just quality controlling, making sure they are happy with all their traps. I mean, if that's okay with you. Yeah, the names have installed them. Might as well make sure they're happy. Who knows? You might even okay. be able to sell them something. It's very true. Well, thank you very much. I suppose we should go do that. Right, I'll look after shop for a couple of hours. Thank you very much. We'll be back as soon as possible. You head out to Trash Boy's cave of wonder. And you see that the paint job has been possibly enchanted. It now seems to sort of flash as if it's it's light, lit and, and the letters flash in sequence. Oh, that's really fancy. Or, or is guards by the entrance again? No. Or... As you okay. recall, they weren't there last time either. No, I'm going to do what I did last time. Uh, use thaumaturgy to triple the volume of my voice and shout, Trash Boy in, in there! Excellent. And it echoes off the walls, thanks to the power of audacity and some editing. <laughs> and a couple of guards come marching up to the base. They are all incredibly smartly dressed in, in a high fashion, but slightly silly way. Gaudy, definitely gaudy. And they <laughs> each uh, dab at you. Uh, in response, I do like a 360 degree spin like on the spot into a like a double fidget spinner dab. 
Holy fucking shit. Did you just 360 dabscope? Yeah, I 360 <laughs> oh, dabscope. No. I, I turned myself essentially into another fidget spinner. I spun myself around in a circle into the fidget spinner dab. <laughs> you became one with the fidget spinner. I did indeed become one with the fidget spinner. Do you spinner. understand the fidget spinner? You must become the fidget spinner. I think one day I need to do a campaign with a character <laughs> whose entire thing is just fidget spinners. I feel like, like I you have already. Char- <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I've done, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the arc- your arcane focus can be fidget spinners, and you can cast spells through your fidget spinners. I, I have the fidget spinners here mainly for when we interact with Trash Boy. Excellent. Alright. That wasn't their voice, was it? Was it? Alright. Alright, something like that. Oh, you see uh, Trash Boy, then? Uh, yeah, that's alright. Yeah, come with us, come with us. Find the traps. And they lead you into the base. Uh, at, a, at a couple of points, they sort of gesture you around what are not very obvious pressure plates in the floor, but uh, can be detected by those, those that know where to look. And you uh, head along the corridors through a few doors to the magnificent throne room of Trash Boy. And you, they knock on the door. Who is it? It's us. Oh my god, come in, come in. <laughs> so, as as we come in, mm-hmm. I would like to roll an acrobatics check to see how impressive of a fidget spinner dab 360 nose. Uh, this is what I'm thinking, is I want to do an acrobatics check to see if I can basically 360 spin into backflip into double fidget spinner dab. Good gracious. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm trying to throw a, uh, a backflip into this. Do uh, it. Do it now. Acrobatics. Oh. Three. <laughs> uh, can can I at least like fidget spinner dab on the floor in my very painful landing? Uh, you you start the fidget spinner spinning. You gesture to Thrall to open the door. You start doing your 360 spin. You trip over your own legs and throw your fidget spinners across the floor, which land at Trash Boy's feet. Sorry, tried it. Tried a new move. I was hoping I could I could have a new new cool dab for you. Uh, You're like Death, who keeps trying to pull off a kickflip in Manual Samuel. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Thought thought I tried a new dab for you. It was it was gonna be sick. Uh, Trash Boy looks a bit shocked and confused. Um, hi, hi. Uh, do you need these? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, please. Yes, please. And Trash Boy picks them up and sort of walks over. Uh, Thrall helps you up, and Trash Boy hands you back your fidget spinners. <laughs> hi, hi. Um, hi. Now, if I'd have pulled that off, it would have been really cool. So, like, what I was planning was like three sixty spin into a backflip and then into a double fidget spinner dab. Like, I- I'm pretty sure it would have been a pretty nice bonding moment. But uh, that sounds like would've, yeah. that would have been amazing. Something that yeah, I would I- definitely have tried to to get pictures of. I-, I had the idea. We can always give it another go if if you want to let I've, me do another I acrobatics roll. I my eyesight role. and I-, I have things in here I really don't want broken. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's lovely to see you again. Mm. I've got traps now. I'm tempted to now just do the acrobatics roll anyway and try it. Even though, no, I'll be nice. You've got traps. They're fantastic. They are. They're so good. I know. I'm so glad. And and like, obviously, I've been putting pictures of them up on my Instagram and I'm getting a lot of response, getting a lot of response. Yeah. This is really cool. This is really cool. What do I owe the pleasure? Um, we're here mostly um for quality control, just to make sure everything's working okay and up up to the standards that we we insured. Uh, we just um like routine checkups to make sure everything's going smoothly. And also, we were very curious about what Instagram's all about. 
well, I put pictures up and they all end up on, on the scrying network. And then people like, look at my pictures and tell me how pretty I am. And sometimes they give me money. It's really good. That's pretty See, cool. I, I, I have to wonder, is it even worth them saying it? Because like, what are they going to say other than that you look perfect? Well, you know, um, sometimes you get trolls. There's, there's a lot of them. Uh, there are quite a lot of trolls down here in the Underdark. I know. And <laughs> so many of them seem to have scry tomes. I don't get it. We also actually wanted to ask about the scry tomes because, I'll be honest, where we come from, we don't actually have, what is it, the scry network? The scrying network, yeah. It's, um, you know, there they used to be scry pads. Everyone had scry pads or just, just like unbranded scrying mirrors. Um, they, they were pretty popular if you wanted to sort of communicate and stuff. But the, the Brayburn people managed to get something working. And, and now they're everywhere, especially in like the bigger cities like, you know, Groybon. And we're just, we're just south of Groybon. So we get a lot of the, uh, the really cool stuff. And, you know, I get to be part of that. <laughs> That sounds okay. really cool. Uh, do you know where I could get one? Because like, I'm I'm really interested in a telling you how good you look. Because honestly, don't have enough of that in my day. And b, I kind of want to try and like put up pictures of myself doing cool fidget spinner dab tricks. That would be amazing. And I want to put up pictures of other things. Okay, well, um, I think there's there's a shop in in town in in Maud Town. Oh, the Cart Tome Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> was that all just so you could do that? <laughs> it it was that or tomes for you. Oh, I like the cart to tome warehouse. We've though, got tomes for you at tomes for you. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I love you. so fucking much. Four you. episodes have been waiting to say that. Please leave in this laughing. That's <laughs> just, just ten minutes of us just laughing at my joke. <laughs> it, it oh, was a you imagine how much joke. fun we'd have had if you'd have found that hammer last week. Uh, <laughs> what what a coincidence! The hammer's all also here. You should tell us the joke you had for the hammer. Actually, all the elements of that joke are in that episode. They're just spaced out in such a way that it's not obvious what the joke is. I'm gonna have to listen back now to the cartoon warehouse. Um, bye then. Oh, oh, yeah. No, we can still stick around for a bit. Well, see, I was going to go just because, like, any minute of my day that I'm not... I haven't got one of these yet to tell you how pretty you look on it, then that, that's just wasted minutes in the day, honestly. Oh, you... Okay. We still do need to do that quality control, though. Fine. But the fact that I'm not yet sending lovey-dovey messages to Trash Boy is... It's not my fault now. They are definitely flattered by your your kind words. What are you going to do? Are you going to hang around more? Do you have anything more to do here? We need to investigate and see how the traps are doing. Is that not the pretense under which we came here? Yeah, I mean, you can just ask. How's how the, trap the traps doing? doing? <laughs> I mean, they're great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't really had a chance to test them out and stuff, but the gnomes that came, the gnomes were really good. Oh, they're so kind and they're so cute. And oh my god, the petite chest is so cute! <laughs> Oh, sometimes Isn't it licks it? my hand when I feed it things. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah, I'm so happy. One one of those days, I'm going to get one of the the big chests because I think it's just nice to have them around. And 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 I I kind of like having. I know it's I bought the the petite chest to to put in my treasure room, but I feel like it might be nice to have one at the end of my bed so I can hear it snoring because they have the cutest little snuffly snores. Hey. hey. You know what we could do? We could try and get that sorted out today so that you, when we leave here, your chest has got a friend. A chest friend? Oh, a chest friend. 
Oh, oh goodness. I suppose I could take another petite chest. Go on. Go I mean, on. Do, do they get on if you get like two or do they, do they fight? Because I know some. I I believe that they get on very very well. Uh, I you know they 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 get on great. They're lovely. They're best friends. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, yeah. If uh, how much is another petite chest then? A uh, thousand gold. Uh, okay. Uh, and and Trash Boy heads over to the dresser and picks uh, through a, a bag of gold mm. and counts out uh, a thousand gold pieces and hands them to you in a small bag. I'm so excited! Well, thank you very much. We'll make sure that your new petite chest is delivered to you very swiftly. Make sure to send us pictures when we have the ability to see your pictures. There's going to be so many pictures. <gasps> they're going to be the best pictures. Yeah. Oh, they're so cute. Yes, do that. Awesome. So, um, couple of days, same as, same as last time? Same Should as be, ever. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, wow, <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> um, so, are you heading back? I suppose so. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to the can't stay yeah, warehouse. Yeah, let's head head back and you know be like, hey, we got some job okay. done. You uh, head out of Trash Boy's room and uh, down a short corridor, you find a small guard post with a couple of of the guards just sitting around uh, rolling dice against the wall. Hey, do you mind uh, giving us a, a walk out just to make sure that we uh, don't accidentally get hit any traps on our way? Sure, no problem. Uh, they. Uh, do a really sloppy dab and um and and sort of march you down the corridor through a door uh, and off out through the the main thing at one point the goblin trips and falls over and just in front of you and their face hits what is clearly a floor panel and over their head just rushes a massive squirt of flames and they manage to sort of scuttle back underneath it without getting too badly injured Uh, after a couple of seconds the flames stop oh that was a bit close oh goodness (laughs) well i suppose we know the traps work as a little singe of hair just that just got caught under the 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 blaze and you all head towards the exit very carefully around the the pressure plate on the floor and they show you to the the main exit uh, and give you another vague sloppy dab salute uh, as you head off see Excellent. you again bye I, I, ca- I can't judge their dab salutes too badly considering that like they didn't fall over while trying to do them so they're a step ahead of me today it's true, true. Uh, where to next to the cartoon warehouse thank you very much for joining us Laura, where can we find you these days? I hear you've moved. You can find me now at kotaku.co.uk or <sighs> you can still find me on a bunch of other podcasts and things. Like I, I do Pixel Squirt, Podquisition, Dice Funk, the Crystal Clodcast. But the main place, kotaku.co.uk, that's where most of my stuff goes now. And George, where can we find you? If you like video games and communism, I do. you can find me at chaffermeister.com where I violently mash communism into video games to talk about how it makes sense. YouTube.com forward slash Chaffermeister, where you can find my latest episode of the series Your Favours Communistic, where I try to convince my comrades in games media that their favourite video game characters are secretly communists, uh, with special guest Alice Bella Video Gamer. You can also find me on IndieHaven.com, where I'm the editor-in-chief. You can also find me on Twitter. And if you like the sound of trans-centric communist memes... You can go to the Facebook page Transham Agenda Sickle, 
where um, where I'm starting to make really ridiculous trans labour wave communism meme things. And I am Janiris Magnet. I can be found on YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I can be found on Twitter as Mani- at Maniac Janiac. I can be found on SoundCloud as Janiris Magnet. At some point, this entire show may end up on the evil <gasps> iTunes. The evil iTunes. Sorry, the lovely, wonderful please let us on iTunes so that some people listen to us. Uh, thank you to everyone who has been listening. It's very much appreciated. If you like to tweet at us, use the hashtag at PolySMR. Or you can tweet us at, at PolyArmorySMR. That's A-R-M-O-U-R-Y. Thank you very much for joining us. Join us again sometime. More adventures. Thank you very much. Fighting death and human horse, Thorson tried to kill them all. They escaped the vile moor. Now polyamory store. Polyamory. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs>